when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to She and Her. I'm Anita Rao. And I'm Sandra Davidson. Today we are bringing you a conversation we recorded with photographer Kennedy Carter, who is on the rise. Kennedy's photos have been featured in Essence, Fader, and at the National Museum of Art in Durham, and she's only in her 20s. She grew up in Durham, a changing city with a rich black history and vibrant arts community, and using film photography beautiful color, and a unique eye for composition and light, Kennedy explores the sociopolitical aspects of blackness in her work. We both follow Kennedy on Instagram, and we have seen these stunning images that she creates. And we were really curious about how someone develops that level of talent at such a young age, and how you stand out in this media-saturated environment and capture the attention of these big-name editors at Vogue and other publications. We invited her on to learn more about her ideas, where she comes from, and the philosophy behind her photography. Here's Kennedy. I had always done art-related things. I used to sing in the choir at my church. Um, I ice skated for some years, and then I played piano for some years, and I stopped because my teacher was mean. (laughs) But yeah, I've always done stuff that was in an art realm. When you first picked up a camera, did you think about photography... um I guess, how did you think about it? Because for me, I feel like my earliest experiences of kind of feeling pride around a camera have to do with like disposable cameras that I would take to camp. (laughs) And it was that kind of like, you know, you're documenting this really novel experience you're having and you have no idea kind of what's going to come of it when you go and develop all these photos. By that point, you've forgotten Mm -hmm. the names of everyone at camp because those friendships, you know, don't usually last that long. But I'm curious about kind of how you, what kind of was your early relationship with the camera and mm-hmm. photography? How did you think about it? Mm, I think the first camera that I had was one of those Kodak disposable ones that had the um, the waterproof casing around it. And yes. I took it to the zoo in elementary school. And then I stopped for a little bit. When I f- started back uh, in high school, I thought initially it was going to be something easy. I felt as if it wasn't as much as a legitimate form of art in comparison to painting or doing something like sculpture or doing stuff with your hands or with your body. Um, 
So uh, getting into it and learning more about it and learning more about the people that came before me that were doing it, um, as well as the black people that came before me that were doing it, um, it taught me a lot about um, all the technique that goes into shooting, and it's not something that is as simple as most would think. I think about that a lot because Mm -hmm. I am also a photographer, and I I do more documentary style work. Mm -hmm. You would... I mean, you do a lot of editorial, mm-hmm. right? Is that how you would characterize? A little bit. I'm still trying to find myself as I get booked and do different stuff. I kind of am gravitating more towards fine art um, work a little bit because um, with when you're doing editorial, when you're doing fashion, everything has to be in place. You have to be, make pulls. You have to make clothes. You have to make sure you have a... MUA and a hairstylist and everything like that but um when makeup artist ooh, yeah okay yeah. <laughs> sorry but um when you have when you're doing fine art I feel as if or fine art in quotations I guess but um when you do that I feel like there's more room for error right so fine art sort of allows you more room for almost improvis- improvisation mm-hmm. and process mm-hmm. Well, you have such a particular kind of eye um, that, I mean, I'm not very, I I wouldn't call myself a, you know, expert of photography, but just from looking at the body of your work, you can see how you manipulate light and how you clearly are really fascinated with the human body um, and its various forms. So I wonder, I mean, you said from this early age, clearly you you knew like what beauty looked like to you and Mm -hmm. had this urge to kind of capture it can you describe kind of your your like visual aesthetic and what intrigues you um Mm -hmm. enough to want to capture an image what I feel is beautiful is my mom she used to keep a lot of magazines on our coffee tables and stuff so I would always be seeing my um just seeing images of blackness that I felt were beautiful but um I never I've I've always seen them through um Something super glamorized, super cookie cutter, uh, cosmopolitan beauty ad, that type of thing. And when I started to do more research on, um, I think, beautiful images of black people that were starting to surface maybe around the 60s that I thought were really great um, in magazines, um, that's kind of what truly inspired me to to think about how uh, growing up I would have wanted to have seen people that look like me how I would have wanted to see them portrayed so I think when I make the work that I make I think about it from the perspective of of who I was as a kid and what I wanted to see what did you want to see Mm, you know when you would watch a movie when you were a kid and your mom would close your eyes (laughs) and everything would be super I don't know and then you'd like peek through a little bit um, I don't know. I kind of feel like what I try and make in my work is the stuff that most of my parents would try to hide from me a little bit. Like, not not all the freaky stuff, but the stuff that's <laughs> super beautiful, but it's like, oh my gosh, this is hella risque. That'd be something that I'm trying to portray in the work a little bit. And some of your, your series have a very intentional narrative construction mm-hmm. around them, like you're working on an intergenerational project. Will you talk about that and how you sort of created the how that idea came to you Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so I have a friend that she she stayed. I think she went to state. She majored in um, fashion, and then she moved to New York. But she comes back down, and she told me she wanted me to take photos of her family members out in um, Fayetteville. So we drove out there. And it was just really nice. She creative directed, got all the clothes, and everything looked super. Just, and it was a nice color palette. And it'd be a project I'd want to continue. I've somewhat started it because I take a lot of family images too. And curation wise, they just went well together. And it fell in my lap a little bit. Mm -hmm. And she inspired me with that. What are you doing in the moment um, to make those images? Do you have a vision in your head already that you then bring to life kind of with humans as your models? Or are you creating the vision in real time when you see people and watch how they move and Mm -hmm. see the light and that kind of thing? I kind of like closeness and intimacy in my work. So I try to form people close together or form movements um, or shapes uh, with bodies close together. Uh, or I use the rule of thirds, which is pretty much just, just it's pretty simple. When you look at a photograph and then you can divide it into three evenly, um, uh, that's kind of what I try and go towards. A lot of symmetry too, but yeah. And for the actual kind of, human-centered images are though do you have conversations with people um, before you get out the camera can you kind of walk us through the process of of how you create the images I usually just let people do what they do and then if I see something I tell them to stop and then that's when I give them guidance because then I'll know what I want to see but it could happen towards the end of a shoot it could happen in the beginning of a shoot sometimes like I'll think of it on our way out and I'll have everybody get back how they were, and everybody thinks they're done, but they're not. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, it kind of comes in spurts a little bit. Why do you shoot on film? It makes me think and be more intentional about what I'm shooting, because with digital, you can take as many pictures as you want and just be click, 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 and then by the time you're done, you're like, "Mm, I'm not really feeling these. But if you're thinking about what you have to shoot, because I shoot medium format, so I only got about 10 shots until I'm done. But... um, yeah, when I'm more intentional and I'm like, ooh, I got one roll left and that's 10 photos, so y'all better get it and make it cute because this is about to be it. <laughs> but Your artistic statement on your website in your body of work is centered in creating new narratives and visuals around blackness. Mm-hmm. When did you know that was a theme that you wanted to define your work? Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of knew it was something that I wanted to do when I had started back early in photography and um, I was trying to find more inspiration and black women photographers as well and there there are black women photographers there are black photographers but it's just there aren't as many as there are in comparison to the amount of white men that are in photography it's a white male dominated industry so um I just figured that it was something that I wanted to do because the only way you can control your narrative is if you shoot if you shoot it. Given the media, media controls a lot of what we think of people. So when you have only oh so many black photographers, only so many black queer women photographers out there, then who else is telling your stories? Is nothing but white men doing it? 
and they're and the gatekeepers of photography are using the same photographers over and over and over again. No shade to Annie Lepovitz, but <laughs> she shoots everything. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It was just something that I just knew that I wanted to do to control the stories that are told about us. What is it about um, seeing the world through your eyes that you think um, allows people to acknowledge or recognize or discover about blackness? I think images of blackness that are out there and the visuals that we do see oftentimes revolve so much about uh, pain that black people go through and the trauma black people go through. And that's true and that needs to be documented. I think it oftentimes needs to be documented more by us because we're the ones that often have to go through it the most. Um, Not even often. We're the ones that do go through it the most. But um, I think that... Being able to talk about those things and have it be equivalent to the amount of times we talk about the beauty that happens within our culture and um, showcase the the love that in the community that um, happens between us, um, I think that's an important thing. Can you talk about fashion and your interest in fashion and how that shows up? Uh, in your photography? Mm, I feel like my interest in fashion isn't necessarily the popularity of clothes. It's not necessarily, oh, this is the newest thing out and so I want to shoot it. I think it's more of the history behind clothes and sometimes what the clothes that you're shooting in, the meaning behind the clothes. Um, Give us an example. I used to do a lot of praise dance in church. So there's like a history with praise dance clothing it's not high fashion, but it's still fashion. So my, I don't really gravitate towards high fashion. It's more of just clothes in general. And um, what do I want the people that I'm shooting with to be in? What type of vibe do I get from the clothes? Do I get a dance hall type feel from it? Or um, I don't know, something that more chill that you'd see out in the hood. And, and does that uh, relate to your own personal style and your personal relationship with clothes? Mm. I don't know. I feel like my personal relationship with clothes is more of a manifestation type of approach. My, um, I had a family member that used to say all the time, dress for where you want to be, not for where you're going to. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're about to go, don't dress like you're about to go to the laundromat. Dress like you're about to go, (laughs) I don't know, to the Guggenheim. Yeah, to win (laughs) an award. Yeah, so I think that's my own personal relationship with clothes. It's not necessarily um, the vibe that I go towards uh, in what you see with my work, but it's still something that I am super pressed on a little bit yeah intentional about Mm -hmm. do you have a mentor or Mm -hmm. you feel like you have mentors for your work a little bit I have people that I'm inspired by but I haven't had a mentor mentor if that makes any sense um there's a photographer based in New York her name is Dana Scruggs and if she might I think I'd consider her a mentor whenever I have questions I'll hit her up. Um, she's kind of, like, co-signed me mad hard. She's She does a lot of stuff. But, um, yeah, she was, I'm trying to think. She was the first black person to shoot a Rolling Stones cover. Wow. And so when the book, the bookings I've been getting, she's co-signed me and, like, told people, yeah, you need to check out this girl, and then they'll check out my stuff. That's how I've been getting booked lately. So big shout-out to her. But mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's should we take a quick break um, and then... 
we will be back with some more very short conversation. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. And we are back with Kennedy Carter, a fine art photographer from Durham, North Carolina. And we have just a little bit more time left. And I want to turn the camera, metaphorically, on you for a moment. And first of all, my question is, do you like having your picture taken? I'm a little weird about it. I don't let just anybody take my picture. I think when it comes to images of me, doing photography has definitely made me more picky about what I like, what I don't like, and the expectations I have for a photograph. Because I don't know, I don't like I don't like looking like a bug wolf in a picture. <laughs> I really don't. What was that word again? A booger wolf. <laughs> Sorry, that was super country. But I don't know. I'm super picky about when I let somebody take my picture. I've had people ask to take artist portraits, and I've I've let I've agreed to some of my favorite people asking if they can take my picture, but I can't let just anybody. What is it? What is it about it that bothers you? Is it? you don't like seeing your, yourself in, an, in a way that appears unflattering to you or mm-hmm. what's what's the discomfort there? Mm-hmm. It's more of I'll take a self-portrait because I'm taking it. I, if somebody else takes my picture, I will pick it apart. I'm like, I don't like this. This light didn't hit this. This didn't do this. Then this didn't do this. Can you do this, this, and this? Okay, so it's about the creation of the image, not necessarily you. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. How has photography ch- changed your relationship with your own body in any way? Hmm. It hasn't really changed anything that wouldn't have happened in the first place, you know? I've always had my own issues with my with my body, things like that, but photography if anything it gave me a, fr- a distraction from it. But when it comes to people taking my photos, I'm still like, look, do this, this and this. I don't like this, this and this. But yeah. Are, is um, We talk a lot about kind of body positivity and body image on the show, and I wonder for you, as you think about the people that you want to feature in your images, is that something that you're cognizant of um, in terms of thinking about the, the shapes of the bodies that you want to portray or, or the kinds of beauty mm-hmm. or the way that you want to kind of define beauty through your work? I think in the earlier stages of my work, there was definitely an internalization of um of societal constructs of beauty in the work I definitely do if anything it's something that I'm trying to change now and step away from work 
um, in order to think of more concepts to make the work more inclusive. I think even in regards to queerness, when I was doing my um, my project photographing Black Love, it was it was one of those things that was super. It was super cookie cutter, like definitely just heterosexual relationships. And it's a project I'm still working on now. And the reason I stopped for so long was I was kind of like, I need to find some queer people I'm inspired by. And I think it's something that I'll do when I get out of North Carolina, too, next time I travel. You are applying for schools now, Mm -hmm. art school, and they they might take you out of North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Um, I wonder... What has made this community a good place for you to do what you do? I think the constant support that I get when I'm in North Carolina, whenever I need a model, I'll put on my Instagram, hey, I need a model. And then 50 people will jump at the opportunity or I'll say, hey, I need something. I need this. I need that. People will jump at the opportunity. I just have to do the same for other people as well. I think when I do leave, and I feel as though I'll come back, maybe have kids down here because it's really nice, it'd definitely be a pretty dope homecoming whenever I do leave and come back. Well, so I wonder, my last question for you is, we talked about how your artistic statement is a lot about your um, being drawn toward redefining blackness through your work. Are you interested in uh, taking images of non-black folks? Um, Does kind of looking at whiteness in a critical way interest you? Uh, Have you thought about that at all? Hmm. I've thought about it, but I like taking photos of things that I know about, and being black is what I know about. (laughs) And I think when there's a story that I'm uh, attached to, and it could be anyone's story, but if I see a story that I'm like, oh, I want to tell this story, then I'll definitely find a way to talk to the people that know most about it and receive guidance from them in order to tell that story. But until I find one that I'm inspired by, I think that's when I'm going to shoot it. But for right now, I'm just going to shoot about what I know about. That makes sense. Well, you're doing a beautiful job. We're so glad you took time to talk with us. Thank Thank you you. so much. Mm -hmm. Where can people find you on uh, the internet? On the internet, you can find me on my Instagram at internetbby. My Twitter is super crazy, so don't go looking that up. I'm not going to tell my Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Find her on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. And you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at She and Her Radio. And you can find all of our shows on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, and at sheandherradio.com. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.